Matthew 6.33 But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Thank you for listening and being a part of Seeking the Kingdom podcast. This is where we discuss biblical topics. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Saturday morning. We pray that by listening to these podcast teachings, your faith would increase and that we would grow together as one in the body of Christ. God bless. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. Thank you, Jesus. We want to thank you for listening to Seeking the Kingdom podcast, episode 113. We are going to be discussing Ephesians chapter 3 for the glory of God. Whitey has a title, um, Eternal Purpose. We want to thank you, listener, for listening to the podcast tonight. Uh, We want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. God bless you and your family in the mighty name of Jesus. And before we go into the word, uh, we want to pray for uh, this service. Heavenly Father, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. We thank you for who you are, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We thank you that you are great, you are awesome, and you're worthy to be praised. Heavenly Father, as we read your word tonight, I pray that your Holy Spirit would bless us, that you would guide us and lead us, that you would direct us, that you would touch our hearts and open our ears and our eyes, God. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would bless Whitey as he brings this word forth in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And with that said, Whitey, the mic is all yours. God bless. Amen. Praise the Lord and praise God. Uh, I want to thank the Lord for yet another opportunity to share his wonderful word. Uh, as always, uh, we always state that uh, we don't take it lightly when you share the word uh, of God because we believe it's powerful. We believe it's meaningful. We believe uh, it's purposeful. Uh, and uh, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, we're, I, I, I've, I've uh, given the, the message a title Uh, of eternal purpose uh, because we're going to be studying Ephesians chapter 3 and I think uh, the best way to get the the full understanding of of the book of Ephesians and and certainly of chapter 3 is to just give you guys the information that I've been studying Uh, this book uh, Ephesians is a, a, a part of a group of books. Uh, it's it, 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 it's connected to Acts. It's connected to Timothy, First uh, and Second Timothy. It's connected to Revelations. Uh, these books uh, are all uh, letters to the Ephesians. It's all uh, 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 teachings to the Ephesian church, the church in Ephesus, uh, and you'll find within these books just a, a, a similar goal, a, a similar uh, a, a thing where Paul is trying to get across to the Ephesians, you know, in, in each book, and that's to just stay on target, to stay on the goal, uh, to stay in their eternal purpose. Uh, Joshua, uh, would you uh, please read uh, Ephesians chapter 3, uh, go 1 through 11 so that we can uh, uh, give a, we're, we're going we're gonna to sort of do a Bible study here tonight and the applications will be found you know, within that study. So Joshua, please read the, uh, the scriptures. God bless you. Amen. 
Ephesians chapter 3, verse 1 through 11. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for the sake of you Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I already have written briefly. In reading this, then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the people in other generations as it is now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and the prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power, although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people. This grace was given to me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone in administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. 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 God bless you, Joshua. Uh, so, you know, the reason I mentioned Acts, the reason I mentioned, uh, you know, that, that it's connected to Ephesians, Timothy, Revelations, that, that's the way you're going to get the best understanding of what he's saying here. You might be a little confused about what he's talking about if you just jump right into chapter 3. Uh, so, you know, the best way to do it is to listen and, and, to, and to, to, to read the scriptures uh, and find out just what he's talking about. Because what he's talking about, guys, uh, is uh, the fact that uh, Jews used to believe that Israel was, uh, you know, at, at this time, they, uh, well, pretty much all of the Jewish nation, all of Israel believed that you know, Israel was God's chosen nation and that the rest of the world was rejected by God totally. And that uh, the, the rest of the world, you know, was you know, considered to the Jewish people, it, it was, they were considered unclean. They were considered uh, wicked, vile. And, you know, they, they, they were right because we did not have a savior. We were far off. But the reason Paul is reaffirming this to the Ephesian church, you know, is, is the same reason he, he, he spoke to them in Acts. In Acts, he leaves uh, uh, the elders of the Ephesian church with this message. Listen, when I leave here, when I go away from here, people are going to come in with uh, itchy ear kind of messages. People are going to come in with itchy ear kind of doctrines and they're going to they're going to add to the gospel that I gave you. They're going to take away from the gospel. They're going to try and make the gospel something, uh, you know, man-made and something that's easier or something that's uh, uh, funner or more enjoyable than what I got you. But what they can't do is make it true. So that's why 
in Ephesians 1 through 3, he he just reestablishes and, and reaffirms what he's already told to the Ephesians, what, what you know, the church already knows, this, the, the fullness of the gospel. In Ephesians 1 through 3, he's just establishing all the knowledge and reminding them so that you know, if anybody is attacking the gospel, they'll just be reminded through these letters of what that gospel is. Why? Because Paul does not want them missing the goal. Paul does not want them missing the, the meat, the, 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 the trueness of, of God's eternal purpose. You, you've seen Joshua read a, a, a 10 and 11, and, and, that's, and 10 and 11 shows that God has this, this story that he's writing. And the story is, is not, it's not even just the Bible. It's, it's, it's all of life. It's all of existence. And he's telling all of us in Ephesians 3, you know, the Jew is not the only one a part of this story. From eternity's past, the Gentile is a part of this story. The Gentile is going to be saved too. The Gentile is going to be saved and be made one nation with Israel. And you know, from from you know a, a separation kind of thing, God has just made one beautiful people for Himself, and that's to the praise of His glory. His story is one where He's the hero. His story is one where He's the champion, and His story is one that exalts love, exalts love to the highest place. Why? Because He's the champion of love. His story shows that he's the, the the king of goodness, that he's the 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 the, the, the ultimate uh, uh, form of morality, because he shows you your eternal purpose in this life. And then uh, Ephesians four through six is how to live in that purpose. This uh, chapter three is sort of the segue. From learning about the gospel, learning the information of God's eternal purpose, of of all the good things that He's done, and the story that He's writing, and how it how it incorporates you, and then four through six is how to apply that to our lives. But Paul is writing to this Ephesians church so that he can inspire them, because uh, Christopher, can you read uh, your scriptures as well? It, this is showing you, you know, how Paul is trying to inspire the Church of Ephesus in in God's beautiful story. Ephesians chapter three, verse fourteen. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of His glorious riches He may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how high and deep is the love of Christ. So you see what he's emphasizing there? 
You see how poetic that is? You see how inspirational that is? He's emphasizing the love of Christ as the goal. He's emphasizing, oh, look at the meaning of your life that you would have, that you would be able to grasp the the vastness of the love of God. That's purpose. That's meaning. So Paul was making absolutely sure that the uh, Ephesians, although he knew a bunch of people were going to come in and try and distort that message, try and take away that message, and and try and incorporate, you know, inchy, itchy ear kind of messages that that feed the flesh more than it feeds this purpose. He wanted to make sure that the Ephesians church, the church of Ephesus, doesn't lose that message of their eternal purpose. Why? Because this is God's goal. This is his story. And the story he's writing is all to the praise of his glory. This is your purpose for existence. This is the meaning of life for us. It's one of God's eternal purpose. You have meaning. Your life means something. You're, you're valuable. In chapter two, he calls you the masterpiece. You're the masterpiece in this story. You're his favorite part of this story. You're the one he saves. When God says uh, in the Bible that you have become the righteousness of God, what he's saying is this. God could have left us uh, 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 just uh, uh, outside of his covenant. God could have left uh, you know, the Jew outside of his covenant. God could have uh, righteously left us all to, to death in Hades. But instead, we have become the righteousness of God because God, in his love, in his mercy, in his goodness, in his kindness, in his all his wonderful attributes, saved us righteously. In his, in his story, he's the hero. And you're a part of that wonderful story of how the hero, the champion of love, is saving the world. That's why Paul, at the end of this scripture, in chapter 20, says uh, this. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. This is a person who has been inspired by the revelations of God, who's telling him, listen, the Jew is not only the one that's going to be saved, I'm saving the entire world. The Jewish people, you know, believe uh, that they were uh, there, that there was only one nation that was going to be saved. And then Paul, through these revelations, was inspired. Oh, he's doing even more. He's doing even more than we uh, could imagine. He's doing even more than we can think of. He's not just saving Israel. He's saving the world. To him be the glory forever and ever. The one who can do more than we can ask or imagine he's inspired by his world and he's trying to inspire the reader. Now, my father said uh, in the uh, introduction uh, to the book of Ephesians, this uh, uh, book was uh, most likely to be circulated throughout the churches. Uh, it, it was most likely to be read by the Ephesians and then passed to the other churches. It means it goes for everybody. 
Everybody should be inspired because you today have the same eternal purpose to live for God, to stand for the righteousness and the goodness of God, to stand for the, the beauty of God's beautiful story and to stand for what you believe. Instead of uh, living for the world, instead of living for what it uh, offers and what it uh, uh, brings and what it stands for, stand against the world. Stand against the world with God in your eternal purpose. Now, with this, with this, I, I want to remind everybody of the victory that that God gives us at the end. At the end of this story is, is God's wonderful victory. So this is the story that you're a part of, and this is the victory that you win. Revelations 21, verse 3. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things have passed away. This is the end of the story. This is the victory in God's story. And you are given all the spoils. You're more than a conqueror because of this victory. You're more than a conqueror because of the victory that God achieved in Jesus Christ, which he now imputes to us. You get this wonderful eternal purpose and you get this wonderful eternal life with him. I just hope that everyone would receive the message that God Almighty wants us to be inspired to live out this eternal purpose. And with that, you know, we can look forward to the next scriptures of, of Ephesians, which show us how to do just that. God bless you guys. That's the message that God gave me, and I hope it's a blessing to everybody. Amen. God bless you, Whitey. And um, what a way to, uh, to just, uh, conclude the first half of Ephesians. Uh, we started off in chapter 1. Last week we had chapter 2, and now we finish chapter 3. And it means so much because Paul, um, who was a, a, a Jewish gajol, uh didn't physically walk with Jesus when Jesus was, you know, in his ministry here on earth. After Jesus went to be in heaven, uh, Jesus stopped Paul on the road to Damascus and revealed to him that he is the, the Messiah. And Amen. Paul kind of had it all wrong at the very beginning. And there was a time where Paul was taken uh, into the desert and Jesus spent time with him and revealed to him everything that he revealed to John, everything that he revealed to Matthew, everything that he re revealed to James. And that's why Paul can consider himself an apostle. And what Paul was doing in this first uh, half of the book, chapter 1, 2, and 3, he's revealing to the Ephesus church what God has revealed to him. He's basing 
basically uncovering the truth and letting them know the truth, who they are in God. And Whitey, it, it was beautiful the way you put it, that through the church, through the church, as it says here in chapter 10, the, the, the manifold of God's eternal purpose is revealed. Now, yeah. look, what, look what this means. The people of the church, the, the follower of Christ, the born-again believer, now lives a, a, a life, a life called to serve Christ. And what that does, it points to God. It points yeah. to Christ. And it gives God glory. And even the, the demons, even the angels, and everything in earth and in the heavenly realms understands who God is because of the way we live our lives here on earth. Beautiful, Amen. beautiful message. Uh, Christopher, you want to add anything before we end tonight's program? No, I think uh, Whitey summed it up beautifully. And uh, Joshua, great point about uh, Paul. I, I, I really like that uh, Paul is telling his people in chapter 3 that God is able to do more than we can ask or think. So our minds are not eternal. We don't have that set. But true God, we can think as that. We can think that, thank you, Jesus, there is a purpose for me. Thank you, Jesus, that my purpose is to bring glory to God. And uh, just a beautiful message, Whitey. God bless you, brother. Amen. God bless you, Whitey. And Sapinao uh, Pralo Whitey, now we're going to get into chapter 4, 5, and 6. And basically what Paul is telling the uh, Ephesus church is this is how you live now. Uh, as we've seen at the end of chapter 3, uh, chapter 3 verse 14 to 21 it was a prayer it was a prayer uh, how they sh uh, how they're going to begin to now walk in the in the spirit and walk in Christ and now uh, Paul's preparing them for the next half of the uh, of the chat of the book of the letter so that being said we want to end tonight's program in prayer uh, for the glory of God um, like every week uh, we pray for Sadi Manos Gaisa Nasfade. Gaisa that God would uh, heal him from cancer, diabetes, heart trouble, kidney problems. So we ask that Jehovah Rapha, the healing God, would heal every single person uh, from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Also, Sadi Manos Gaisa that God would give them favor in a good name in the eyes of man and himself that God would release them uh, from prison in Jesus name for all the kids who are dealing with speech delay uh, that God would loosen their tongues in Jesus name uh, Christopher would you please lift up all these prayers uh, in the name of the Father Son and the Holy Spirit Heavenly Father we give you glory Devla. thank you for who you are Mugodo. thank you for your love Devla. We thank you, Jesus, for dying for us on the cross and for setting us free, Mukhadal, and empowering us through the power of the Holy Spirit to now walk a beautiful life with you, Father. I pray that you would fix our minds and our eyes on you, Jesus, that we would understand this eternal purpose that you've given us, Father. 
Lord, you know every prayer that was said, Father God, every child that we're waiting for them to speak, Father God. I pray that we would see signs and miracles, Father God, that these children would speak for the glory of your name. I pray, Father God, that we would hear answered prayers, how people received healing, Father God, when they cried out to you, Devla, that your word says that they brought all the sick to you and you healed them all. So we believe that you're the same, Lord. Father, I pray that you would bring healing upon your people, Mubadal. Break the uh, uh, addiction bondages, Father God. Those who are dealing and struggling, Father God, with addiction, Devla, we pray that they would be set free, Mubadal. Those who are panade, uh, Mubadal. Devla, I pray that you bring them home to their families, Lord. Devla, they need, Father God, uh, your light, Father God. They need your direction. They need your guidance. So, Devla, I pray that you give them favor in the sight of you, Lord, and man. Devla, bless us, Father God, to be rooted in your word and be uh, spirit-led, Mukhtar. Help us, Father God, just to be focused on you, Father. And I pray that you would take care of us, Lord, that you would bless us, that you would bless the listener, Father. And Devla, I pray that you would just constantly speak to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good night. Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Friday and every Saturday morning. Please continue to be a part of what God is doing at Kingdom of God Ministry in Miami, Florida. We kindly ask that you share this episode, describe and follow us. It would help the show to reach other people that we may further the Kingdom of God. We also ask that you keep us at the church in your daily prayers. God bless.